0: You're listening to the Big Finish Weekly Podcast. Thank you. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs, co executive producer of Big Finish Productions. Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audio books based on things like Doctor Who Tortured Blake Seven. You know all that, don't you? Yeah. And those hundreds of people are, in fact, the attendees at Long Island Who, a Doctor Who convention. I don't have my co-host Benji Clifford with me. He's, in fact, in Britain, in the future, and will be edited in. Over to you, Benji.
1: Hello, I'm in Britain, the future. That's right. Everything's changed. We've got flying cars. People are using CRT televisions again. And after the entire country decided that it couldn't function without David Bowie, he has, in fact, been resurrected. So, as you can see, Future Britain is the place to be. Now then, coming up in the podcast as usual, we'll have all the latest Big Finish news, emails from the listeners, a guest star interview with three doctors, not one, not two, but three doctors, the randomoid Selectatron, and a roundup of the latest releases. And this edition's snippet of great audio drama from Big Finish will be, drumroll, Dan Dare. So now, back to you. In the past, Mr. Nicholas Briggs.
0: Thank you very much, Benji. That was very interesting. Uh, Our, um, yeah, this all works seamlessly, doesn't it? Uh, The brilliant thing about this podcast is that we have some special guest stars, and they are doctors. I'm expecting three doctors, but as you know, there's a lot of distortion in the time vortex, and um, I can hear two of them having a conversation backstage. So without, as they say, any further ado... Let's welcome to the stage Peter Davison and Colin Baker. Hello, welcome to the stage. I just want to say it's time now for the Big Finish News. This is the Big Finish News. Cunic and
2: Benji.
1: Here we are again Now then, the fifth series of Big Finish's acclaimed audio revival of Terry Nation's classic, Survivors Is out Monday the 21st of November Which for you may be today, tomorrow or indeed yesterday or several days ago or three months, who knows? Now, depends on... all depends on when you listen to us, so there we go. Survivors!
0: Yes, yeah, Survivor Series 5 has arrived. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Survivors Series 5. It's a new strain. An evolution of the virus that almost
3: wiped us out in the first place. It's the death. It's back. This is a matter of life and death. I've seen entire communities destroyed by this epidemic. The
4: angel of death, that's where you are!
3: And the reason I'm staying back here is, I might be infected too. those first steps rebuilding society. Everything we've achieved in the past two years. all It's all for nothing. Every place that woman passes through, same pattern. She spreads infection, there's illness, death. Then those that can walk just abandon their homes. A greater purpose awaits you. Your sacrifice will be our saving. I can't believe it, Craig. The death.
1: It's come back. Big finish. We love stories And the four episodes featured in the box set are The Second Coming by Andrew Smith New Blood by Christopher Hatherall, Angel of Death by Simon Clark And Come the Horseman by Andrew Smith Oh, and I really enjoyed working on the music for that And you must have enjoyed doing the um, the old sound design, mate Yeah, I love, it. love a bit of the old sound Love a bit of doom and gloom, me, as you know
0: Lots of horses
1: Yeah, a million, don't mention, a million horses
0: Yeah It suddenly occurs to me that I haven't sort of acknowledged that I'm not in America Anyway Because I, I Travelled into the future To be in Britain And I'll be back In the past In America later Anyway um, Survivor Series 5 Is currently available At frozen Pre-release prices At bigfinish.com But don't hang around As those rather Attractive tantalising prices Won't stay frozen For long You know <laughs> Yes I can sense Them warming up now Naturally uh, When you buy the series On CD Or download You can access it, Access Access is the word I'm fighting to say Access it on the Big Finish app, we've got one for Android devices and one for iOS Apple thingies too.
1: And the beauty of frozen prices is we keep them in a big freezer up at the office. <laughs> and, and when and when we say that, you know, they might not be frozen for long. Um, Ian Atkins or, or Sue Cowley have to physically take it out of the freezer and, and defrost the prices. So that's right. The worth... big special gloves. Oh yeah, big big old mitts. That's right. So you want to. <laughs> you want to get on it there (laughs) and if you haven't dipped your your mitted toes into the pandemic apocalyptic delight that is survivors you can sample our first ever episode revelation for free yes that's right free and it's available at bigfinish.com at this very moment Wednesday the 23rd of
0: November Why does that date seem familiar? Hmm. Uh, It sees the release of Unit Silenced Gemma Redgrave stars as Kate Lethbridge-Stewart and Ingrid Oliver as Osgood When I wrote this I I actually wrote Gemma Redgrave stars as Ingrid Oliver (laughs) (laughs) What? Anyway, here's the trailer Coming soon from Big Finish Productions Unit Silenced Now let's move
3: Yes Yes, sir. sir Osgood is
0: clear. In we go then. Nice and steady.
1: Follow me. Open fire.
5: Whatever was going on at that house, whoever's behind it, they're really very keen that we don't look into it any further. Which makes me really want to.
3: Right, right Miss McGee, there is no threat. It was dealt with, neutralized. Oh, now that's interesting. What is? Every time he turns away. Yes. We've had reports
5: for decades of people citing strange creatures whose description matches our guys.
3: Were the reports investigated?
5: They were, as far as I can tell, but nothing was ever found.
3: What is that? Oh, well, now we know what Edvard Munch was screaming about.
5: Ugly blighter, isn't he?
3: Hostile sighted! Two behind you! More on the stairs! Look out! <laughs> no! Please! What do you
5: want?
4: You heard him, man. Open
2: fire.
0: Big
1: finish. We love stories. Well, that sounds smashing, that does. Exciting stuff, love the unit gang, as always. Uh, And don't forget that in the last podcast we revealed details of the upcoming Unit Assembled box set, featuring the very special guest stars, now these might sound familiar, Katie Manning, Richard Franklin and John Levine, absolute Uh, unit legends.
0: Legends. Uh, No trailer yet, but I was there at the studio and I can tell you.
1: It's gonna be a corker. That's the. That was <laughs> oh, the cork? Wow, that, that was the cork. I, I, I saw it. It flew. A... Oh my Every time, no matter what happened. Nick's Nick's see Nick's Not done as a, lot as your of, a lot of things, but his his real his real talent lies in the amazing ability to just replicate the most astounding things <laughs> with his mouth. Magical spell. <sighs> that sounds. Quite dodgy. It uh, does. I, uh,
0: I have. To, have you ever resorted to doing sound effects just by making a vocal noise when you're when you're out of options when you're doing sound design?
1: Yes, it's, it's slime and water. Yeah. Water drips. I think in Doom Coalition, I did the, the all that for the for the cell. I think somewhere. That's very good. The way to, I can't do that. I can't. quite a hard one to do and it yeah you, and, and it starts hurting your face <laughs> I, remember when I, I remember when i first tried to do it my, my my friend was doing it down the pub and he said oh, i've learned this great trick i saw i saw it on telly which is one one uh one of the chaps who used to do animal hospital who is not named uh used to do it with his uh, his mouth and, and we just spent ages not talking and flicking our <laughs> cheeks and yeah so it does hurt The next
0: ra- day you turned up in the pub and both of you had really huge bruises, both sides of your face. What have you been doing? Don't ask. Don't ask. do the drippy noise.
1: Oh, ah! scar for life.
0: <laughs>
1: so yes, uh,
0: sound effects. The are- government are concerned about a new fa- new craze <laughs> of face flicking that is... I can't think of the words to be funny.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, talking of crazes, I found out the yes. best craze that ever happened in the history of... of of history, There's, is it clackers? It's better than Have you ever heard of dance clackers? You ever heard of dancing mania? No. Oh, it's amazing! Right in medieval times, um, it was everybody just—it was like an actual like spreading infection. Everybody just danced literally until they died, and it was like a, it was. This I, is an actual. I thing. have heard something about that just recently. What was? Yeah. Imagine that though—just walking down the post office and seeing everybody sort of jiving away and then dropping down dead
0: but like, they weren't really dancing were they I
1: were don't they know just I think having some
0: I think, sort of extreme fit or something I
1: think they were dancing I think it was like a madness wow like they were having a jolly good time like the the paintings of the all the time perhaps they weren't perhaps they, perhaps they just you know it's like it's like when you're stuck in a, a meeting with somebody you don't want to be with you have to look like you're having a great time perhaps perhaps everybody was just putting on like a a sort of <laughs> having a bit of a boogie who knows that's dance mania check it out guys that was your big finish history fact of the week
0: i thought you were giving me a hint of what to do if i'm in a meeting i don't want to be in and i just start dancing well i'm sw- sorry i've got dance mania i can't continue <laughs> with this boring meeting i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry guys
1: <laughs> knock over the tea on the table and start climbing on chairs Oh, is, that, anyway. is my
0: Skype picture as out of sync as as yours is to to me? Well, well mine's in what?
1: sync. I mean, I'm 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 doing a, a pretty funky sort of. Dance movement going on, and it's it looks fine. Yeah, it's to hilarious.
0: Me. I f- feel like I'm watching a foreign movie. Anyway, the thing I was going to say before I went off on this massive tangent was that <laughs> there's no trailer yet for unit Assembled. No, I said that. <laughs> 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 I've gone back in time. Uh, yeah, I think it was just you, ending Benji the news. I think finish this we- madness. Just finish it. Finish it.
1: Fi- okay, well that that is the end of the news after a massive tangent which lasted forty hours. Um, <laughs> Okay, what do you think of it all, Nick, in the past in America?
0: Well, that news was amazing, wasn't it, folks? Oh, yeah, it was wow! Incredible. Yeah, can, yeah. Can
4: I just say here, this, this this seat here, presumably, is for Paul. It is. Who is must he? have got a job <laughs> in the meantime, so he, he, he must be filming somewhere. I don't know. Oh, well, let's just hope he turns up. Um, time now for the Big Finish emails.
0: Yes, here I am, back in the future again And uh, you're more than welcome to the Big Finish listeners' emails
1: And you can send us an email about literally anything within reason, please The address is... You sure? Well, some of the stuff we get, (laughs) I think, you know there are limits, guys, but, uh, but feel free. Enjoy yourselves. Why not? <laughs> and the address is podcast at bigfinish.com. Easy to remember, allegedly. So, first up, it's Andrew Austin. This. Thank you for reading my socks. That, that, is, that is a sentence within itself, isn't it, really? <laughs>
0: it is. Literally a sentence.
1: I nearly fell off the pavement with shock and excitement. How big are the curbs? <laughs> <laughs> they must...
0: Uh, Fancy listening to Big Finish podcasts on the pavement? Oh,
1: so some things you just shouldn't do. They are, in fact, both the right way round. And yes, all banned books, banned books. That's quite interesting. See, the yeah, others- thats why
0: you see why they were crossed. Anyways, carry on reading. Sorry, I mean I'm preempting the email. I'm so excited about it, Benji. I have to read it. But
1: well, it is magical. That's the thing. It is absolute gold. The other sock being lines of titles crossed out. Yeah, there we go. Yep, Nick preempted that. As to the dog's bark story. Story? I just... It's story. I'm going to say story. It's a... reading out
0: people's typos. It
1: was a few few podcasts back. Nick was relating to the tale of the dog that he used to pass. When oh, yeah. wasn't this when you did a dog impression, I seem to recall? Well, when
0: I said that the dog that just... It went woof. It was a bit... <laughs> as a dog... The really bad, a rubbish, dog woof, was it? Yeah, like sheep going, bah. but can't be bothered to do it properly. Well,
1: bah. well, I'll move on the email because it was Nick's literally per <laughs> Nick's, Nick's done better than the, the, the typed reminder I've got here. He went for it, so woof to you, too. Thanks for all <laughs> the compliments on my name. My name has actually been connected to the car make in the past, too, when getting people to spell it correctly. P.S. The I'm Austin, not a princess. Yes. Well. Not that I know of. Smiley face. Ah, oh, No, no, you're a metro. Um, now, keep the world smiling, it's what everyone needs. New tagline, big finish. We love stories and making people smile. All the best. PPS. I enjoyed the Vincent Price voice. Who didn't? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I've still got the head of a fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick never takes it off. Only for this podcast he keeps it on, actually. <laughs> Any podcast that invo- involves his voice is instantly a winner for me. Well, that's very true. Uh, PPPS just had to write another email as shouting the answers to a podcast on my iPod doesn't seem to work. Smiley face. <laughs> I, I just shout at anything whenever, whenever I know the answers. <laughs> Toasters, ovens, scared people. Uh, yeah, so, so there we go. That's sent from Andrew Austin, and it was sent from his Windows 10 phone. So there we go. Good, well, we'll forgive you that, Andrew. Is he referring to my
0: shouty voice that I did for an answer to an email? I don't know. Last edition.
1: It, it might be. Before, I had to write that I was I should... doing all
0: the bark UP! That was the one before last, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was when you read um, out that, that one in, in, a, in a shouty voice. Yeah, it was a perfectly reasonable
0: email from Miles. Was it Miles Cook? Who? Miles. And uh, I read it out like he was ranting. Anyway, uh, next up, this from Sophie Scanlon. Dinnick and Benji, I hope you're both well. Smiley face, after an exclamation mark. I should read all the punctuation. My name's Sophie Scanlon and I'm 25. Uh, This is the first time I've written into the podcast, but I've been a fan for some time. Firstly, I just wanted to say that I thoroughly enjoy the podcast. That is a relief. Uh, The banter between you two always puts a smile on my face. It's the best place for one and is the highlight of my Monday. Excellent. (laughs) Well... secondly i'm writing this email to thank everyone at big i've got slightly hysterical uh, everyone at big finish got for dancing your dancing fant- mania <laughs> i've got vocal dancing
4: mania
0: <laughs> sorry for your fantastic audio dramas and for the work you all do from the vortex magazine oh this is brilliant it's like an advert from the vortex magazine to the script writers and the sound designers i have nothing but praise for you all and for everything you do i just think big finish is absolutely fantastic this is this is fantastic sophie thank you i i have unfortunately got many chronic health problems you see now i i, I said this is fantastic and now we get serious so apologies for the incorrect tone in my voice which affect my day-to-day life says sophie a uh, big finish has got me through so many of the bad days i have from my health problems the various hospital appointments i have to attend regularly and the operations i've undergone so far this year your audio dramas are always something i know that will put a smile on my face and make me laugh including your podcast which has had me in stitches on various occasions now look when you're talking about having operations I was just thinking so, this, you can't was... <laughs> say it, we've had you in stitches well maybe you can in fact i do think you can because i think it's Hilarious! Well done. I had so many funny nooks and stares in various hospital <laughs> waiting rooms this year from listening to your shenanigans. That's fantastic. Do you that
1: the people in the waiting room look over and just think, oh, "She's listening to that big Finnish podcast," isn't she? God.
0: She's got Big Finish mania (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that The Doom Coalition Dark Eyes The Unit Box Sets And the War Doctor Series Are my current favourites But I also adore The Adventures of Bernice Summerfield I had the pleasure of meeting Miles Richardson in person recently Who plays Braxia Tell By the way Uh, But Miles made me laugh When he said that I probably know more About Braxia Tell Than he actually does (laughs) Yes I'm sure that's true Uh, Anyway To round off this email Big Finish Has got me through a heck of a lot since this year began and i just wanted to thank you all so in capital letters very much big finish has and always will be a great distraction and allows me to take a break from reality when my illness illnesses are misbehaving thanks again sophie smiley face it's you know um so many people i speak to uh, um, commend us for helping them um escape the the rigors of of you know everyday life and reality and frankly (laughs) it's the same for me with Big Finish I don't think I could do without it I've had some rough times in the past and and uh, Doctor Who and Big Finish and all my favorite things like that saved me so so Sophie what I'm saying is I really know where you're coming from it's a nice escape Uh, it's
1: a a bit of a bubble isn't it you can kind of just switch switch off in a way and let your mind let you mind though do it's the rest.
0: A lot of it's full of quite sort of interesting, challenging ideas, but they're not to do with your actual life, you know, your day-to-day life. So I think that's what helps. Although I must say that I would I would reckon that survivors wouldn't uh, cheer anyone up. Um, <laughs> it might uh, make you feel, feel,
1: feel all right. You think, oh, well, at least, you know. <laughs> at at
0: least, least there's not a pandemic. Least
1: not, at least I've not got the plague. And at least I've not trapped my leg <laughs> in a carved door or something. Maybe you have, in which case if you're listening after that, I'd say you're very brave.
0: Anyway, Sophie, there's still a few things from Sophie. P.S. I have attached a photo of uh, a load of me and my friends who attended the recent Burning Skies Doctor Who cosplay Cardiff meetup. Uh, you haven't seen it, uh, Benji, but it's fantastic. It's a fantastic picture. I thought you may like to see the photo of us all in Cardiff Bay. I'd love to cosplay as Osgood. It's a really good costume as well. I'm the Osgood in the tan jumper next to the Mini mini 10 cosplayer uh, below the Ace cosplayer. A laughy face. And then here, I'm sure something went wrong with the email, but I just thought I'd put this in. Because it says, PPS, have some, and then there's nothing.
1: Cool, all the possibilities sort of, like, of things that we, that, that we could be given here. But have it's some. like that
0: kind of, you know, rough boys sort of phrase. Have some. PPS, you know? <laughs> have some. Have it. Smack. You know, oh, <laughs> right at the end of a lovely email, a punch in the face for me. Perhaps that be anyway, the, the next so,
1: email. We just open it, it's a big wallop to the
0: face. <laughs> so, Sophie, do please, I mean, there was a bizarre thing in your email where the whole thing repeated anyway, but you did say the, the, the have some wasn't on the end of the repeat, so I don't know. I just don't know what to think. What the so tell, Sophie right back and tell us what you meant by the hub, some. Well,
1: well, I'll tell you. What, Sophie sent me. Uh, she sent me a tweet actually because I was I went to, to Comic Con, my first Comic Con. Might I add, never been before. Incredible experience. Just so many people I've never seen, any so many colours as well. Everybody just wearing like yellows and reds and blues and so many different costumes, and it was just it was just an incredible experience. But she sent me a tweet uh, to say that if I was there, uh, the Burning Skies cosplay crew uh, were, were going to be there. But I'm so sorry um, that I couldn't actually uh, come and say hello. So I just thought I'd apologise. It was a bit of a crazy day. I, I spent the majority of my time there trying to phone everybody that I knew was there because I was lost on my own because it's so big. And because there were so many people there, um, phone reception was really bad. So I spent most of my day just walking around going, hello? No. I'll do it again. Hello? No. 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 Yeah, one of those crows. But at wicked event. So, yeah, maybe maybe next time. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So, yeah, thank you for emailing in, Sophie, and stay cool. Have some. And now to the last email. <laughs> Short and sweet from Matthew Beale. Straight to the point. That's what we like here. Hey, Benji. Oh, right, direct to me. That's quite nice. Yeah. Mm. Many are familiar with your Dalek, but I was wondering whether you have ever sat inside it especially when getting into the mindset for Dalek voices? Or is it your Dalek just not constructed this way? Random question, but the thought just occurred to me. Buck up, Beale. Is it buck up, Beale? Buck up, Beale. There you go. Love the podcast and great job with Doom Coalition 3. Cheers, Matt Beale. Oh, thank you, Matt. That's really nice. I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, the work on Doom 3. That was great fun to do, actually. Great fun. And it's come out rather well. Do you sit in your Dalek, then? Um not for pleasure um it's (laughs) there's for some kind of suffering um it's it's weird my dalek's a strange one because um i bought it and i was kind of starstruck when i saw it because it was a dalek and i was like oh my god uh and i got it on ebay for quite a good price um but Mm -hmm. when i when i kind of got it back uh, it's foolish of me for not actually inquiring about it it's 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 the whole thing's pretty much fiberglass it's not like a solid fight it's like it's like the the shell is there. So inside, um, there's there's actually not really any ventilation. So I sort of I bought it with the idea that that I would modify it and 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 open the neck up so that I can see through it and do all that. Business. Well, I've just not got round to it because mainly because I'm just too busy doing other things. So and there's no seat in it as well. So I have got inside it though. Um, it smells really strange in there. It kind of smells like really sweet, like honey. I I don't know why. Um,
0: and that'll be the last thing you ever smell. <laughs> yes, it smells like the head of a fly. Yeah.
1: But the, the best thing I ever did. This this truly was wonderful. Though is um, every other week um, we have a, a guy who comes and kind of does a bit of cleaning around the house and that because everybody's working so we don't get a chance to kind of do the, the nitty gritty jobs. And I was I was in that day and I thought right if I'm going to get him I'm going to get him so. I knew. I knew exactly. He always goes into the room where the Dalek is first. So I thought, right, this is going to be well worth it. So I sat inside and just waited. And it was really hot, and I could barely <laughs> breathe because and the only sort of air I had was through the, the tube of the um, the gun and and the the plunger stick. And so <laughs> it, <laughs> I really was. It was that. It was that bad. It was terrible. Anyway, uh, he came over and. It always amuses me because part of the, the jobs that, that he seems to do is, is to clean the Dalek and dust it, which is amazing. And yeah, so I then, of course, shouted as loud as I could, exterminated all the whole thing, moved all the arms and, and, and whatnot. And the poor chap was absolutely terrified. And, yeah, and he, never, yeah. he never, let me, let, never let that go. Every time he says, are oh, you in that Dalek? Every time I'm scared to go in there now so it was
0: good times you see that's the thing you see about daleks they were they were to come to life it would be i've got two stories relating to that very quickly one was someone lent me a an earth cyberman costume once this was when i was in my 20s oh wow in fact round about your age i should imagine and we went round uh to a friend's house and i i worked it all out i got my other mates to rush up to his door knock on the door and say crying out loud nick it was another guy called nick nick layton was his name actually he said just open the door there's something in the because it was dark outside there's something behind us and he went what, what do you mean and then i just leapt out of the bushes and just went towards <laughs> him and grabbed him by the throat and i just saw his terrified oh, face wow. looking up into the blank eyes like <laughs> i mean he knew exactly what a Cyberman was but i was throttling him that so was that. And, so and I good. just went, it's me. I was going,
4: it's me, it's me, <laughs> it's Nick. <laughs> uh,
0: and the other one was that um, the dusting the Dalek reminded me that on set, there used to be, that she doesn't work on Doctor Who anymore, but there used to be a, a lovely girl. I think her name was Ellie, who used to work on sets and Doctor Who as a, in the design department. And it was her job to go around and dust the Daleks before every take and polish them to make sure that there weren't any finger marks or bits of dust on them. And every time she did it, I would just be there on the ring modulating
2: <laughs> You
0: know, which kept her endlessly amused because every time she tickled the Daleks, I pretended that I was being tickled. Oh, there we have it.
1: That's quite nice. Little tick- ticklish Daleks. <laughs> it's like, like like Dizzy Dizzy Daleks at the end of yes, Dizzy Daleks. <laughs> Big shout, actually, talking Daleks really quickly. Power of the Daleks, just saying... Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. I was like a kid at Christmas. Every day. Did you watch it? An episode a day? Yeah, yeah. the BBC store? Yeah. Well, it was meant to be the first episode was in the evening, and I thought it would be nice and scary, but then I was just so into it that it was like, wake up, tea, toast, Daleks, and yeah, cracking stuff right there. Yeah.
0: Yes, I, I had to wait for the last episode because I went to America to LI Who in the past, which we'll be going back to. Um, and um, so and it wasn't available in America.
1: Of course, yeah. Well, it wasn't and I, available I, in some in other places as well, like Ireland yeah. and stuff like that, was it? it was...
0: Well, I, I clicked the button to stream it and they said, you are in America or Canada and cannot access this content. You thought, I thought <gasps> oh,
1: I thought, don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you never know. I mean, it was, you know. It was a national scandal. It was a huge scandal. But yeah, so there we go. After that huge tangent of Dalek proportion, uh, we are now at the end of the Big Finish listeners' emails for this week. What did you think of them, Nick, in the past in America?
0: They were great, weren't they? Hey! Oh, wow. Here he is! Oh, we just finished the emails, and look who's turned up. It's Paul McGann. This is now officially the Big Finish guest star interview, the best one we've ever done, because we've got three doctors all at once. As you may know, regular listeners to the podcast, uh, Peter Davison did, in fact, do uh, a Big Finish uh, interview for the podcast. Sorry, my brain just literally blanked there, and I have to edit that out. Um, edit my brain out. Obviously. Tricky word, interview. You know what?
2: If pressed the top of his head and squeeze his R so he can reset him, <laughs>
4: just like that. <laughs>
2: And Peter: How to you, Paul? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> One of them's holding me down, and the other one's approaching menacingly. Uh. You can make anything true because this is audio. yeah. Uh, so Peter did an interview. It was the shortest interview we ever did, and he managed to be extremely offensive and controversial. I'm, uh, I'm hoping for more of the same. Um, Paul and Colin, I don't think, have been in the weekly big Finish podcast.: Nor so... likely to either.: Yeah. So: I think so... you are actually right now.: <laughs> You are right now. Um, so, would you like to explain to the podcast listeners where you are and what you're doing in this part of the world?
5: I'm with you doing a podcast.
0: Oh, <laughs> I walked straight into that one, didn't I? Yeah. <clears throat> so, there we're in are America
5: only... somewhere. Where are we? Long Island. Yeah. We're, we're in Long Island. <laughs> in a hall with several thousand bright, intelligent Doctor Who fans.
0: <laughs> well said, Colin Baker. Paul McGann, what, that's uh, me. I, I won't use your full name each time I speak. It's not your full name, actually, is it? You've got a middle name, haven't you? I do, it's John. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? There we are. Yeah. PJ! I know he, I know you knew that. Well, I did know that. <laughs> it's on his birth certificate and everything. Yeah. Um, what's the best thing about this convention?
2: It falls on the weekend of my birthday every <laughs> year. That's, that, that's the best thing for me about... What's not to like? And also... Um, I don't know, it it feels like coming home now every time I come here. And all all your mates are here, and yeah, it's great. This is my favourite one, this is the best one of the year, definitely. Definitely. Disagree
0: if you like, but that's what I think. You've done four of them, and last year they had a birthday party for you. Yes. They did. What did that entail? Can you just tantalise us with all the great things you got up to?
2: Well, at the party? Yeah. Um, no. Well, why would I tell you that? <laughs> it was after hours, man. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Sh- have, no. have you ever been to a party, Nick? <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> well, they're much the same
0: parties, you know. Okay, well, what happens? You mean it's like sort of cream cake. Has nobody ever given it? one for you? No. Poor no, Nick. No. When's your birthday, oh. Nick? It's on the, my birthday's on the 29th of September. Okay. Oh, dear. What? Just missed it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear! I know what's going to happen. These guys are just going to turn up at my house. It's going to be amazing. Maybe not. Now, the two questions I ask in the podcast, and we can elaborate on this. Well, here's the first one. What's tingling your molecules about Big Finish at the moment? Um, Colin. (laughs) (laughs) Colin's giving a blank. Well,
5: my molecules are tingling because uh, in two days' time, I shall be back in the studio. looking forward to the lunch. Um, <laughs> and I shall read the script on the plane on the way back tonight. Uh, and I'm great looking forward to that because the standard is always somewhere 10 miles above the ones I did on television. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously. Um, uh, I've never come across a Doc, uh, what, Doctor who is it we do? Yes. Doctor two, um, Doctor two, yeah, yeah. A big finished so, Doctor Who script that I haven't thought, yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, I don't know how you keep doing it. Um, maybe by letting other people write them. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was,
0: I was about to say that.
5: <laughs> but no, that's what, Tingling My Molecules, good. a new story with, uh, can I be allowed to say yeah, who it on, is? Yeah, go on, just do it. With Flip
1: yeah.
5: and Constance. Yeah. Great.
1: And
5: right. my new companion... Felicity. <laughs> Am I not supposed to tell them about that? No. No, I have told you, have I? <laughs> no,
0: have you written this script? Are you writing it
5: now? Well, I was always jealous of Peter because he had 17 companions at one point.
2: <laughs> what, all at once? And, yeah. I and tried I only, to get rid well, of, well, of Like something. a, like a harem.
5: I only ever had one. I only ever had one at a time. And uh, I was always envious of you, so I want some more.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> uh, Paul what's tingling your molecules about big finish?
2: Well, pretty much the same because in uh, 3 weeks uh, yeah, 3 weeks to we'll go back and do some more continue with the, the Doom Coalition thing. That's really thrilling. Yeah.
0: And with, you've got you've got the, a couple Link of what? You've got a couple of great companions, haven't you? Yeah, got Nicola the best ones. Hattie, yeah, yeah. we
2: can hang on to them for a while, can't we? Yeah can we please no we want
0: please to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah let me just keep no we talked ones. about this and yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah i was talking to david richardson about it we're going to hang on to them yeah
2: yeah because they're fantastic Have you got,
4: who are your companions now well
2: we've got Livchenka. that's
0: the name that's the name of the character yeah all oh, right played by nicola walker
2: oh yeah nicola walker yeah. okay yeah, oh she's, she's nicola walker and hattie moraghan all oh, right yeah that yeah. Great. yeah both very very brilliant mm. brilliant women
0: yeah Lucky to have them, actually, Peter. Of course, I only recently asked you about what was tingling your molecules. Just,
2: just make make
4: something up. Make something up. It's <laughs> like Donald Trump, is it? I can't. No, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, he's tingling my molecules in some strange kind of way, admittedly. But luckily, could he's not working for Big Finish. I can <laughs> confirm that now. Yeah, he could be the next great Doctor Who enemy, couldn't he? Really. <laughs> Uh, monster even I should say Um, yeah what's tingling you are you asking me what's tingling my molecules I've no idea because, as you know I can't can't remember remember. anything a day after we've done it but I have great fun when we're doing it good
0: Uh, (laughs) well and we also talked about uh, last time about what was tingling your molecules generally in entertainment and you spoke about uh, a British comedy series called Fleabag
4: yes Which i think it's one of the best comedy series well, talking about on. it
0: i've seen it all it's amazing it is great isn't yeah, yeah. it yeah have you have you seen that Colin? what is it or, or, it's, it's called fleabag, fleabag. it's called flea feedback yeah.
4: fleabag. Fleabag. fleabag fleabag yes yeah you know?
2: can we get phoebe
0: won a yes, bridge exactly, to me yeah i did, i
4: can can she be my next companion yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i'll try could you
0: <laughs> she might be busy i don't know yeah have you seen fleabag yeah 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 it's, it's outstanding yeah and have you seen it yeah? yeah, it's quite amazing, is it? It starts as one thing, ends up as something yeah. entirely different yeah. by the yeah. end, doesn't it?
4: I thought it was very good. Excellent.
0: Anything else? Tingling your molecules generally? Do 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 do
4: do. Uh, um, I've got a job, well, that's. Well, I'm going you know. I'm, yeah, come on, give us a plug. Well, no, I'm just, Don't rub no, it I'm in. just, I'm just doing. I'm just doing something uh, uh, um, uh, with, with giant Froggart. She's rather good, isn't she? Yeah, she's very good. Uh, um, what is it you're doing? Uh, with it's that? it's a thing called liar. I, just, I, I first worked with her, I think it was one of her first jobs, she had a, a part in uh, The Last Detective uh, um, uh, and then she went off and became very famous and now I've got a little part in her series which is kind of ironic isn't it? Uh, but it's great, it's a nice little part. So. When's it going to be on? Uh, I probably, I don't know if it'll be ready for January actually, probably, so probably not until, it's probably been next autumn, probably 2018. Might never be shown actually. <laughs> <coughs>
0: Well, okay, Paul. What's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment? Things you love.
2: I'm about to buy a telly. Hey! Is is that your first ever telly? We haven't had one for years. Really? Yeah, yeah. So impressive. Yeah, I'm about to buy a telly, so I'm I'm tingling all over about that. That's that's going to be they're bringing it in on the. Sorry. (laughs) 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 A bit bit (laughs) of Foley sound effects from Peter there. Seriously. And uh, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Colin's it's, gonna start. Gargle, up here, folks.
0: <laughs> Colin's gonna start mowing the lawn in a minute, <laughs> isn't he? Exactly. Do carry on, Paul, so, please.
2: So, uh, so yeah, I will have a telly. So wow. we can have all those conversations we've never ever been able to have in all the <laughs> years I've known you about yeah. what's on the telly. Yeah. Because I'm filing an ad one. Fantastic. Yeah. What not... made
5: you change your mind?
2: Uh, my sons. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yes, she is, they, they, that does it every time. Yeah. I'm amazed you've been able to hold out this long.
2: Yeah, so am I. But uh, Yeah, so watch this space. I'm now going to be a real TV bore for the next couple of years.
1: Uh,
0: when did you get your first television set, Colin? Coronation. <laughs> what was like, one of those,
2: the magnifying glass yes. over the screen? Remember Like
5: then? everybody of my age, it was a cloth screen we had on ours. 1953, oh, it was clean. made of cloth. I don't know why. Well, it was like a little projector. Because yeah, I kept being told not to touch it because it was cloth. Right, so it had, yeah, it was like a little projector TV. I've never thought about is, it yeah. since, but it was. And we only got, and we were the only ones within half a mile who had one in Rochdale in Lancashire.
4: Yeah.
5: And we, we got one for the coronation.
4: Wow. Were you the
0: posh people in the street?
5: No, not particularly, no. I don't know why they chose to, We didn't get a car till I was. 14 or something so the, the
4: telly was earlier than that we had a telly before we had a car hmm. my father was an electrical engineer so he worked for Philips first of all and uh, so we we had tellies uh, but they just never worked <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, because he would spend most of his time repairing everyone else's telly who lived in the road and ours just would never quite never quite work and he would he added when itv started Rather than actually go out and buy a, a set with ITV, as most people did, he insisted on adding a tuner to get ITV, the second channel. And it would only work, literally, if you thumped it <laughs>
2: through,
4: very hard on the top of it, the, ..and then it would work for about three minutes and go off again. And of course, in those days, no control. you had to get, literally get up from the, the sofa and bang! And then go back, sit down, watch for three minutes, get up,
2: bang! You'd have to take it in turns. That's interactive tuning. Hmm? Yeah, it is. That's proper yeah, interactive yeah. tuning.
0: Do you remember when those old tellys used to go wrong? They used to start to smell, and and sometimes a little bit <laughs> of smoke. <laughs> a
2: nice
4: smell, wasn't it? it
0: was yeah, yeah, I know cool. what yeah. you mean—a sort of yeah. clinical
2: a smell. A dying valve. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah
0: yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think when I got my first television. te—when did you get a coloured
4: television? Seventy-three. Oh,
0: that's quite. Can't cool. remember.
4: Yeah. I think What was really great about the. Colour television coming in was that they used to do these things called colour test transmissions in the afternoon. Yes. And they used to just run old movies. Do you remember that? Which oh. were odd because they were in black and white, but they were the colour test oh, no, no. transmissions. for That's a bit like, it. It.
0: How uh, wonderful. But,
4: yeah. They were brilliant, though.
0: I remember I did
4: catch some early, so like a
0: 1972 uh, John Pertwee thing in colour, and I'd never seen it in colour. And the, I remember being sort of almost... I, 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 almost fell down with the impact of it because i could i'd seen the doctor who starting sequence in color for the first time and there was so much green in it and i never imagined there'd be so much green had in
2: you it. never seen the, the the peter cushing movie
0: no, I didn't see those until a couple of years later because I didn't go to the cinema to see them. And we all used to rent tellies in those days. That's right, right. radio That's rentals. Right.
5: Nobody ever owned a telly, Granada, radio rentals. Yeah. I don't know why that stopped. Perhaps they got
4: cheaper or something, well, I
0: don't know. Maybe it goes Except back to your father
4: because they used to go wrong all the time, televisions, well, didn't they? We, Constantly had to repair them. Yeah, well, we never had a rental television because my father always insisted of on course. having one, a yeah. cheap one from work, and, which wouldn't work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, Granada was where all my friends got their television God, rental. Yeah. Of course, everyone in America had colour televisions way before. Yeah. Yeah. When did star. it start?
0: In the early 60s for you, colour? <coughs>
4: 1950? Wow.
0: Really? We didn't get it. It didn't start in England until the end of 1969, I think. And certainly, should So yeah. did we watch the coronation in black and white? Oh, of course, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they, they filmed the coronation as well. Yeah. 67 bats. Yeah. A Ki-
4: Kiwipedia?
0: Is that. <laughs>
4: I think that was very. Uh, I mean, I think you had the occasional colour programme, but most of it was still broadcast in black and white. Oh, look! Hey,
2: yeah, a yeah, yeah,
0: television has there appeared on the screen behind oh, us. That's
2: the, I think I that's the one we had. Yeah. I, remember thinking I think that's a spare. Is that a bad television? I think I remember
4: getting a, something like an 18 inch television screen or a 20 inch and thinking, this is enormous! Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's almost like a peephole, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing.
5: H- how big's your screen now, Peter? Hmm? How big is your screen?
4: Uh, it's 49 inches. Oh. No, it's not very big, is it, really? Oh, I got oh I've got a Mine's 55.
2: Mine's oh, 55. That...
5: <laughs> the smaller
0: of my two screens is 55.
4: I'm going to <laughs> s- straight home and buying a 65-inch <laughs> colour television now.
0: Paul, what are you aiming for, size-wise? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 70.
4: Yeah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's getting a 70? I,
2: I know, I know, I know. It's, it's, a, mo- it's a compensatory thing.
0: <laughs> Colin, I haven't asked you what's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment or books. It could be even, You In know, entertainment.
5: Maybe, yeah, yeah. In entertainment, TV, film, What theater. did I like? Uh, I've just been watching Narcos and enjoying it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Mm. Yes, yet.
4: Narcos is good, isn't it? Yeah,
5: yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, and. I like Stranger Things. Did oh, that? I thought the girl that? in that
0: was stunning. Yeah. The main
5: main character.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And there's going to be a second season as well. Yep. That's on Netflix. You can watch that. You've got a computer, haven't you, Paul? Uh, I have. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell Why you, are you one. Selling one? <laughs> you can watch net, you can get Netflix on computer apparently so yeah this yeah. is one of them, would you will you branch is. out into that
2: I'm going to get everything, <laughs> <gonna> get everything.
0: <laughs> it's going to be multimedia
2: yeah.
5: and I'm saving I'm saving up to buy Peter's autobiography
2: <laughs>
5: what I'm saving up to buy your autobiography I, I want to find out what he says about me
0: <laughs> <laughs> if oh, anything oh dear oh he does say things about me <laughs> sorry anything else Colin That it's tingling you well, not that's any of your business, no. <laughs> <laughs> How about if I do this? <laughs> that works.
4: <laughs>
0: Has anyone seen The Expanse? Have you seen The Expanse? Yeah, what what? It's a fantastic science fiction series on Netflix. Oh, there yeah. we are, look. The Expanse. The Expanse. Expanse. Is it good? <laughs> it's really good. Oh, okay. well, yeah, it's okay. great stuff. Black oh, all right. In, in the UK, it's on Netflix. Black Mirror,
2: yeah, apparently. That's a great. Black oh, yeah. Mirror yeah. yeah. Have
0: you watched Black Mirror? No. no? Uh, executive produced by Charlie Brooker, you know? Oh, yeah, Charlie I do, Brooks? yeah. Okay, this is the point in the podcast where I try to make it all about me. Um, Paul, when did we first meet? Oh, there's the expanse. Yeah, okay. there it on is, yeah. The, on the screen When there. did we first meet? Yeah, you and I.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, <laughs> thanks. I don't
2: know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, me let me try and guess. It must be 2003 was well, when we
0: recorded the first one so yeah. it must have been like
2: 2000
0: 2003 or 2001 yeah so there you go I can both. see it I can see it fills you with joy the, the recollection it's <laughs> <I> just <laughs> it means, <laughs> means nothing
2: <laughs> no I just I didn't keep journals around I just don't know I don't know <laughs> today dear reader I think it was 2003 ah, it's 2001
0: when did they first, when did the Paul McGowan ones first oh, start? Oh, who cares? <laughs> 2001, no, so it was 2000, it. it was the year 2000. Was it? Hey look, oh no, that's a recent one. Uh, that's, that's a picture
2: of Paul and what I. What was the first one we did then, together?
0: What was it? Yeah. Storm Warning, it was called. Released in January 2001. So yeah, okay. we, we met in 2000. Wow. Know. Yeah. me well, down. How time flies. Peter, when did we first meet? I have no idea, I have no idea. I have no idea either, no.
4: Was it? it wouldn't be the far first big finish, you know. No, it was, no, we no, knew, yeah, we, we had crossed. Bill Bags? Right. Bill Bags. Bill Bags, of course, see, a, it was Devil of Winterbourne, yes, it would have been. Built, I'm assuming yeah. it was, right. wouldn't it have been before then? <sighs> I don't know. That probably was then, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw. I'd never mentioned that programme either. Yeah, sorry
0: about right. <laughs> We can bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> Bleep Bleeps is, is the name
4: of the producer.
5: About the same time, I guess. A little earlier. Yeah. Did you interview
0: you know, me? I interviewed
4: I do you. Do not a, know the answer to these questions right, when, when we first met then? You just, no, I don't know. Oh, no, so I was just hoping for a genuine You're the one who should know. You know. Are we writing your autobiography for you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> this isn't for a podcast. I'm just going to transcribe it and sell it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is what Peter Davison said about me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a mythmaker's interview. Was, yeah. Yeah. And you restored my confidence because I'd just interviewed John Pertwee, who destroyed all my confidence. <laughs> I that's not a very good question, is it? Yeah.
5: Well, there was something rather sweet and pathetic about you. There it? was. Yes. It would have been like about
0: kicking a wounded dog. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, is, um, that's really accurate. So.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I recall you being rather sweet and gentle.
0: Thanks. You notice how the, the others didn't say anything nice at all? No. no. That's going in the well, book as well. You. That's going, I yeah, encouraged you, did. you. you. did. You, you, did. you got I? me a
4: job. Yes. Well, you, you were talking about the first interview, though. You didn't, know, you didn't know when we first met. If you'd come up with a little, you know, <laughs> an incident.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't, I'm, I'm all, yeah.
4: I'd have tried to be nice about well, you I'm, anyway.
0: Well, by <laughs> definition,
5: by definition people don't know each other when they first meet do they yeah that's true
0: (laughs) this has been so easy Um, uh, would uh, would anyone in the audience like to ask a question i have a feeling they might be nicer to you uh thank you all for coming
3: i hope you're enjoying the convention and i hope you come back next year and peter please bring your son-in-law with you
5: And your daughter.
1: And your daughter as well,
4: yes. (laughs) Maybe if I if I kidnap my daughter and bring her here, he'll come looking for her.
3: (laughs) That's the way Um, to do it. And and thank you all for Big Finish. It's fantastic. The stories are top standard quality and it, it makes many a long car journey bearable. More than bearable. Thank you. More um, though, that's
0: brilliant tagline, isn't it? Big finish, more than bearable.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so my, my question is, um, with the advent of Power of the Daleks coming back to life in the form of animation, do you think there will be any possibility in the distant future or the near future that any of your audio dramas that, that already exist would come back as uh, full-blown animation?
0: There's certainly no plans, and it would be a very tricky area, license-wise. We're not licensed to do animation. We can do little promotional videos on a nod and a wink, um, but uh, just imagine. Hey, hey. Maybe, the dist-
3: maybe the distant future. Yes. yes. Thank yeah. you very much. Who knows what's
0: possible in the future? I mean, all sorts of things that I didn't think were possible with Big Finish you know, have become possible. Like, I mean, if you told me just two years ago that I would have ended up writing and directing some stuff with John Hurt, I would have, I would yeah. have just never believed it. Why? You know. Well, because, how is he different from us? Because, <laughs> because he has no, uh, apart from that one thing he did, he has no real intrinsic connection with Doctor Who. And you thought the chances of him wanting, here? wanting to do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, no but to be fair to be fair we, we never thought we'd get you we thought it much more likely that we would get Tom Baker than you and it really and, but Tom Tom said no and, and uh, or just kind of ignored us for a while and then you know and then you changed agents you know Janet Fielding wasn't saying no anymore and uh... it
2: was Janet It so was the real reason wasn't it it was Janet that was turning it down I think it was it was really Janet yeah yeah Janet was my agent then yeah I, you know what, I, I would only hear about stuff, like, ages after, and she'd just turn stuff down for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she did. That's the worst kind of agent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway. Christopher okay. Yes. Was well, he behind me? Yeah. Well, he behind me? <laughs> and the other thing, and we only really uh, got John Hurt, as he has said publicly, so I can say it now as well, because, because he got ill. And he said, I said, you know, can you tell us the reason why you're doing it? He said, well, they won't like to hear this. I said, no, let's no, say it. And he said, because uh, he, yeah, well, he had cancer. And he said he needed he he needed to do a job where he could sit down, you know. He said, but he said I've done all sorts of crazy jobs for crazy reasons. He said, like Caligula, you know. And he said, and, you know, he, he said uh, it doesn't matter the reason you've done it and the fact that he's done it. He he loved doing it. So yeah. you know, but yeah. it, we, it was just luck, really. Is that all right? Have you you know finished extracting an insult from my uh, comments? <laughs> On to the next question, please. Stop asking me things.
4: (laughs) This is for the doctors. Uh, Big Finish has allowed you to really expand your roles and allowed you to do things that are are kind of fun and out there, like maybe playing the villain
0: of a story or playing another character, say, you know, somebody works for the devil. Uh, Are there any such roles or actions you'd like to be able to do in
2: a Big Finish that you haven't yet? You know, now would be a good time to... Say so pitch them.
5: <laughs> I think we should all we should all play each other in one. Yeah, what a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that would be idea.
2: That. That, yeah. that, that would work. Yeah, that ain't a bad idea at all. We
5: we'll, we'll have a kind of strange scrambling when everyone is somebody else mm. yeah. well yeah. you could
0: do really unflattering impersonations of each other
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. shockingly bad <laughs>
4: yeah. would we have to listen to each other's audios beforehand just to catch up no 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 no, no, no. no.
2: no I, I
5: think we can all imagine Why the, poor the of our lifetime?
4: <laughs> could
0: would t- that work do you think that would work yeah I mean, you know, maybe, maybe we should do it now. Maybe, maybe, Paul, could you give us your Colin Baker? <laughs> I think the only thing we'll do now is Sylvester, because he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's going to do Sylvester McCoy? <laughs> that, that's the sound of him finding the page in the script. I'm used to that one. <laughs>
4: I could oh, roll my R's a lot better. I <laughs> my <those nice> <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening. Right? <laughs> You've been listening to them. <laughs> I did one with him. Did you? Yes. I thought we'd never get to the end of the scene. <laughs> he just rolled his R's all day long. <laughs> I, 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 I realised I, I speak quite quickly when we do big finish things, and Sylvester just would slow it right down.
2: <laughs> there he is. I
4: love him. I like Sylvester's R's.
2: Okay.
4: <coughs> there is no answer to that.
0: Okay, well we have a, a Colin Baker Impressive cosplayer. Uh, my question is for everybody uh, up on the stage. Um, we we're talking about earlier John Hurt's involvement, but also uh, David Tennant has joined uh, Big Finish, and uh, I suppose my question is, in the future would all of you, you know, be amicable to maybe doing a story with David Tennant's doctor as your doctor and get like a real classic meets new crossover going on? <laughs>
4: <laughs> They're looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Why, not? Why not? I would. Why not? Why not? Why not? By the way, can I just I ask, you? Sorry, I'm very sorry. Are you doing, are you doing any of those, because um, it was mooted, this, uh, uh, the Jenny stories, are you doing, it came up in a in question yesterday. Are you still well, yeah, planning we,
0: to do those? We, yeah, we've certainly okay. we've been talking about it. I didn't to mean to put it. you on the spot. No, well, it's all right. I mean, you know, but as you're on the spot, like, it is top secret. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Could you share
2: uh, your favourite uh, Doctor Who or Big Finish moment from this year?
0: That's a lovely question, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today. Wow. Uh,
5: Live in the day, and this is a good one. What a schmoozer. (laughs) (laughs) Says the man who says this is the best convention in the universe, and he can't wait to come back.
4: (laughs) You taught me all I know. (laughs) We could just burn the bridges between here and Manhattan and just declare independence,
2: couldn't
4: (laughs) (laughs) we? (laughs) Yeah.
0: What, Thank, are you. You, are Thank you, you. Yeah, well, you Thank haven't. You. Neither of you
4: have
0: what? about Shared your you, favorite moment yeah. of Big
4: Finish. Yeah, you can't get any one not, of
0: Toby's lunches. Ah, you see. <laughs> is that the same for you, Paul? <laughs> yes, indeed, and the puddings, yes. And the puddings, yes. yeah, and the, puddings <laughs> the trifle. Yeah, I love yeah. the trifle. Yeah, he makes it especially for me. <laughs> um, Paul, it occurred to me, just when we were talking about conventions there, that there was a time. There was, when, there, when there, you, there, was a time. there There was, and then it yeah. changed. Um, where you uh, there was uh, you had a reluctance to go to conventions. Do you blame me? <laughs> but something must have changed your mind. What, what was it, do you reckon? There's more sound effects during your answer than Peter. Every time you're
4: about to speak, I Peter, just keep it away from the microphone.
2: <laughs> right, no, I was, I was, unless you've been to one, you've every reason to suspect that they're just going to be terrifying. Well, I was, yeah, I was terrified at the idea. You know why? Because I didn't think or imagine anyway, that it had a sense of humor. I thought it was going to be over serious. Um, and it's been one of the loveliest surprises of my life to realize this, just... don't look at me like I'm schmoozing. Don't look at me like this. am That's Colin Baker. He's got like that him. sideways look. Yeah, he's saying, like, keep digging. I can, I can to be that moment, honest, what that... I was
5: thinking is the same story as Pat Troughton said.
2: Yeah. Because Pat is was terrified
5: really? of them. Pat really didn't want to do it. He, was, yeah, he didn't, he didn't know it. how and you why. You feel shy, you don't
2: want to go. It's yeah. like, oh, what are they going to make me do? And, and then, John Pertwee
5: made him go. Yeah.
2: And, and, and Pat
5: loved
0: them after he'd been to a well, couple. Well, there
2: you go. Same. Yeah. Same, same.
0: I remember that first one you did in England and you walked on. was <laughs> a like film you were of it somewhere. You were, yeah, you were surprised. Guessed. Terrified. No there was a thousand people and they sort of exploded as you walked on. It I was said. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. I thought you looked quite pleased. But now, listen, I have to say... Which may be some good news. I know it will be for these guys. I have to go now. Now, uh, <laughs> is that the end of the panel or are you carrying yes, on with us? As that? soon it, as you it leave. Is, it's the, That's the victory. it. So, is listen, it? I'm really sorry. Start... just take
4: these last three questions. Okay? I, I really have
0: to go. Otherwise he has to I'm rush off my plane.
5: because he's working tomorrow. I am. Uh, big finishing. So, I think a special thank you to the man, who's <laughs> brought us big finish. Thank you.
0: And there you have it. Death by doctor inflicted upon me by the wonderful Peter Davison, Colin Baker and Paul McGann. And big thanks to Dave and Hazel at Li Who, who did the recording and Steve, who was in charge of loads of technical stuff. And of course, Ken Deep, the runner of the whole show. It was a great convention. I had a lovely time. And thanks also to my handler. That's an odd word. I know but that's what they call them. Shelley. She looked after me, made sure that, you know, I didn't fall down the stairs or whatever. She was great. Oh,
1: that's nice. Your handler just, I was just laughing, just had these visions of of somebody going, right, Nick, don't touch that. No, Nick, come back here. <laughs> sit, da- sit down, Nick. It was more or less like that. <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you about talking to people? Sit over there. <laughs> so yes, uh, did you in, did you interview anybody else at the convention anyway, Nick? I
0: did indeed. I managed to get a, a, a lovely chat with Sophie Aldred. That'll turn up in a later podcast. I did, um, so it was a nice, quiet interview. I said, uh, Sophie, would you come to my hotel room?
1: <laughs> Twitch your hand and I said,
0: Nick, I've told you about this. <laughs> she said,
1: Nick, after all these years. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Uh, jolly good, jolly good stuff Well there we go, interviews, madness, excitement, who knows And now it's that time, once again, for the Randomide Selectatron
0: oh, so I get very tense, oh, I it, get very tense oh, at this point This so we randomly select something from the Big Finish Archive so To chat about
1: I mean, what will it be, who knows So we pick something from the Archive, see what it is Will we know it, will we not, here we go Drumroll please and speak of the devil it's actually one of my favourites weirdly enough protect and survive Uh, talking tell us
0: about should we play the trailer we should coming soon from Big Finish Productions Doctor Who protect and survive
4: air attack warning
5: go to your fallout room or take shelter do not panic stay
3: calm
4: this is not a test Ace
3: They've only got to start at World War III. Four missiles targeted on military targets within the United Kingdom.
2: Albert? Cup of tea? Thanks, a lot. What's that?
3: We're on Earth. That's something to be grateful for. Come on, let's get some fresh air.
4: After a nuclear explosion, there will be a cloud of deadly dust, called Fallout.
3: Uh, doors bolted. Albert?
4: It's
5: all
3: right, love. I'm here beside you. Here he comes!
4: The radiation from this dust cannot be seen or smelt, but exposure to it can cause sickness and even death.
3: So the doctor's behind it all. What do you mean? Will you die to put him in charge? You cannot leave us, doctor. You cannot.
4: Enemy missile attack incoming.
3: Have you no mercy, no compassion, no pity? I suggest you take cover.
0: get more at bigfinish.com
1: so it's it's funny you mentioned Sophie actually because Sophie was in this story wasn't she yeah lovely Sylvester McCoy story set in the height of the Cold War so shall I read the synopsis you want to tell us what you because you've seen it
0: Seen it, I've seen it. I've seen the you've CD. Seen it with yeah, your, I've seen the
1: your your ear, your ear, eyes. You've seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's an, I, I think it's a lovely story because it's it's kind of nice because it's it's quite timey wimey, which is quite fitting really for this podcast, given the fact that we're speaking from the past and, and all the future and that. But it's basically uh, sets is a bit kind of Raymond Briggsy. Uh, what's it? As the wind blows, where you've got this couple. When, when, the when the Wind Blows. When the Wind Blows, was, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, you've got yeah. a couple in, it's kind of set in a lovely country house, and you've got um, Ace and Hex are so sort of caught up in a, a bit of a, a bit of a time loop of uh, the scramble uh, from a bomb dropping, basically. But it's quite nice because it captures the tension. I mean, I remember when I was younger being fascinated by, um, its name to protect and survive was the name of a... Uh, it was a campaign, I don't know if it was actually launched, I, I assume it was, um, in the 1980s, um, mm. where it was all mm. about the government advising people on how to shelter from a nuclear attack.
0: That's right, like hiding behind a, 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 a mattress and a door, oh, <laughs> leaning against the wall in your living room, yes. I
1: think in retrospect... The
0: inner sanctum, they called it, yeah. I
1: think in retrospect it was actually, it wasn't to do with um, with shelter at all it was just a good way of disposing of of the bodies macabre i know uh, but yes Uh, did you ever see
0: that drama threads i did i did
1: that that threads is one of the things because for me um nuclear war is something that that kind of always terrified me because i remember being younger and because threads was never originally broadcast
0: no, it was. It was um, War Games that wasn't. Oh,
1: it was War Games that wasn't. Okay. Well, I remember... Yeah. Th- th-
0: Not to be confused with the final Patrick Trump adventure.
1: Hey. Well, I, I remember watching Threads when it was on... They they repeated it on the telly, and I just remember being so, so frightened because it's, it was so real, and it has... It's very bleak. Oh, it's so bleak. It has that wonderful 1980s sort of on-location bleakness. And mm. so... in. Uh, after sort of, sort of when I heard this story in particular you really get a feel of that you get a feel of that that claustrophobia but also that feeling of it's, it's ordinary people living a very ordinary life and suddenly they're in this situation where it's like well a bomb could go off and it's it's like people not quite being prepared for it really and so and yeah. it's quite Doctor Light as well you get a lot of kind of ace and um, hex business going on in this story which is quite nice and there's also Ian Hogg
0: in it, who was in uh, Ghostlight. Oh, the, yes. So, in Sylvester. So it was nice for them to see him again. And I think it may have been the first time we employed Peter Egan, um, who would later turn up as um, an incarnation of the Time Lord Straxus. Uh, but yeah. So he's doing the announcer, presumably, the sort of protect and survive announcement.
1: The original yeah. voice was Patrick Allen.
0: It was Patrick Allen who used to do Barrett Holmes as well.
1: Well the funny thing about Patrick Allen was there was a kid's programme which I used to love growing up called Tugs, which is like it was a bit like Thomas the Tank Engine, but with model boats. And the funniest thing is, um, is that the guy who did the announcing for that was Patrick Allen. And he was meant to be this voice of reason where he'd say he'd say, you know, be careful, children. But there was there was one bit in it where it was after this episode called Munitions, where there were just loads of explosions. And at the end, he says in this sort of reassuring voice, he says, he says, um, be careful. If you do not, what was it? Be careful. Always respect fire. Otherwise, it'll destroy you, your family, and your friends. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> it was the, <laughs> the scariest
0: thing but so i can not and next on children's television <laughs> it it, re- it really was and it the going to destroy tune.
1: you your family and your friends it was the theme tune as well was had a sort of glaring 80s saxophone going on so it, was, it you went from this sort of it will destroy you your family or your friends like all this happy sort of, <laughs> yeah so so yeah protect and survive cool story lovely look back to the 80s at a time which despite the fact that it f- doesn't feel realistic in terms of the, you know we're still alive here now at the time this whole feel of of nuclear war yeah. was a thing so yeah
0: yeah go and listen to protect and survive
1: go and listen protect
0: and protect
1: and thingy protect and fire fire, and, <laughs> fire and okay lovely so that was the random words electron always wonderful stuff cheers ran you've been a gem And uh, so, now then, uh, with the podcast approaching critical mass, etc., full stop, there's just time for Nick to tell us about the latest releases.
0: The following great audio releases are available for you to grab from BigFinish.com. Now, yes, now! Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, The Reveille Conspiracy. Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis star in an historical adventure for the first Doctor. Order of the Daleks, starring Colin Baker and Miranda Raisin with John Savadant. And me, doing a bit of exterminating, is well and truly available. With Monks and Stained Glass Daleks. Lovely cover, by the way. Torchwood Outbreak is out there with John Barrowman and the team tackling a nasty, well outbreak Superb stuff, and don't whatever you do forget the Third Doctor adventures starring Tim Trelaws the Third Doctor with Katie Manning being superb as joe Grant in two brand new adventures: The Transcendence of Ephros and The Hidden Realm. Stop, don't move. Stop that move. Stop them. Don't, stop. Stop. Stop that move. Hashtag Pertwee catchphrase. I've been trying to
1: start that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that way leads to death. Is one of the things that Never go that, that way. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted me actually today. They, Can I
0: just say, and that's all the lovely big finish stuff out most recently.
1: Carry there's on, pl- Benji. There's plenty of lovely stuff. Somebody tweeted me today that they're, they're working on uh, an Exelon uh, font. With, with that writing. Anyway, so yeah. Oh, an but, excellent font, eh? Well, anyway. Magical stuff. So yeah, exciting Death to the Daleks catchphrases, hashtag perp we catchphrase. So now we're at the end of the podcast. It's that time again. It's time for me to say goodbye. So goodbye. Goodbye. And here's Dan Dare, which is coming up in December. B7
0: Media presents. Dan Dare, The Voyage to Venus Dramatized for radio by Richard Curty and Bev Doyle Ease off, Dare. Ease off.
3: I thought you wanted Kingfisher tested. Not destroyed. You're sitting in five billion pounds of
5: taxpayers' money.
3: Never quite sure how many zeros that is. Now we're getting somewhere.
2: Ease off. That's an order.
3: The only way to find a breaking point is to nudge right up to it.
2: Dare, land the plane.
3: Like that.
1: Immediately.
3: With pleasure, ma'am. Now that we know for sure those billions were well spent. What do you think, Colonel Dare? She's a beauty. I knew you'd like her. Could fly her all day. Let's hope the top brass let you near her again, sir. I'm not testing it for them. Engineers need real-world data. And now you've got it. We certainly have, sir. Uh, I think this will be for you. I don't know. Tread on your port-wing tire looks a bit warm. <laughs> if there isn't a law against flying like that, the bloody world should be, sir. I'll take that as a compliment. Thought you would. Do I know you, Lieutenant? Just get in the car, please, sir. Thanks for the offer, but I've got a post-flight debrief to attend. Change of plan. You've been summoned to Interplanet Space Fleet in London. The ISF? Now, sir. What's this about, Lieutenant? Has someone made an official complaint? Are you always this chatty? Still an inquisitive bugger, I see. So we have met. Not for about 20 years. You may be bigger, but you haven't really grown up that much. (laughs) Did you... Did you know my father? Feeling a bit tired right now. Long drive ahead. I'd rather not talk, sir. Come. I brought Dare, Sir Hubert. Oh, uh, thank you, Digby. Sir. Come in, Colonel. Come and sit down. Tea? I'd rather have an explanation, sir. How did I know you were going to say that? I've been going through your files. Every year, without fail, you apply for transfer into the ISF, even though it's been scrapped for ten years. It won't be scrapped forever. And you could be sure of that how, exactly? Well, these very smart offices are still open. And you're still in charge. Doesn't mean we're jetting off to other planets. We need to be out there. We must be. Hmm. Intriguing how every application you make is on the same date. The anniversary of the Orion Orbiter disaster. Your point being, sir? Your father was a great test pilot. So why didn't you tell that to the inquiry? They'd already made up their minds. The space program was going to be cancelled. Money had a lot to do with it. Dropping a spaceship on Birmingham just brought matters to a head. They made my father a scapegoat. You ought to be careful who you accuse of what. He's an easy target. A man on a life support machine can't defend himself. There was some evidence of pilot error. I didn't come here to rake up the past. You didn't come here at all. You were brought here by me. Now, if you really want to clear your father's name, I suggest you sit down and accept this mission. What mission? How big a risk are you prepared to take to get back into space, Colonel Dare? Risk is my job.
0: And you can hear more from Dan Dare in the next weekly Big Finish podcast. And don't forget, Dan Dare: the first box set, volume one, is being released in December, which is very close.